Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Andrew Ellis of Hogsports.com. And uh, Andrew, appreciate you joining us this afternoon as always, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I had a, I had a really good time listening to your investigative journalism earlier. That was, that was really good. Yeah, it's the only time I can ever pretend to ever be a big J journalist. So, uh, you know, like everybody else. But no, it was good to know that uh, that Stovall is staying. So we'll just start there, though. Obviously, they were just rumors. There was no truth to them or anything like that. But uh, it was something that at least had to be addressed. And the fact that Payne Stovall is going to be the only player returning next year on the lineup is kind of an interesting thing that we don't see very often with Razorback baseball teams. Yeah, it's definitely a good thing to have. Uh, you're pretty much your only returning starter sign no, he's going to come back that's, that's that's good for them but uh yeah you know there will be a lot of turnover but honestly i'm not sure it's as big of a deal as some people seem to think it is i mean obviously there's gonna be a lot of new faces but you know i think back to the 2021 team there was a lot of question marks in the lineup going into that year i don't think we really knew exactly what we were what jalen battles was at the time caden wallace was a freshman even robert moore didn't have a ton of experience there were a lot of guys that really weren't super established and I think that if you're going to be young I think it's better to be young in the lineup and because I think you'll kind of figure it out there whereas the pitching staff should be you know mostly good there's still gonna be some young guys like Hagen Smith not a super old guy or anything Will McIntyre hasn't pitched a ton but I think the overall team Arkansas is going to have talent they have talent every year they might have to go to the transfer portal for a lot of that talent but you know that's just kind of the nature of college baseball nowadays but yeah there definitely is more turnover than usual. So what's some of that talent looking like so far that they have recruited? And, of course, you mentioned they're going to hit the transfer portal, so they're going to have to make some more changes. But what do they have in store already? Well, so one guy that I'm really interested to see next year is Jake Forfin, who's already on the team. People know about him. You know, a lot of people thought he should have been playing down the stretch a little bit. He's going to be an interesting guy. You also have Kendall Diggs, who people are familiar with. But they brought in a lot of JUCO middle infield type of guys. Tyson Vorkiller is the most recent one, hit 448 at his Juco. Uh, Harold Cole, I believe, is the guy's name. He, he's a guy that if you know, the draft doesn't take him, he's going to be an interesting one. And Really, there's a lot of recruits. They, they bring in a lot of talent from whether it's the Juco ranks, the high school, and I'm sure they're definitely going to add some more transfer guys. With, you'd, you'd like to think they're going to add at least one or two catchers, but after the draft is really going to be the time where you can start starting to pencil guys in certain directions because so much is going to change between now and then. But I think this team's going to hit the transfer portal hard. They've already brought in some older guys in the recruiting class from the JUCO ranks, like I mentioned. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But I think once the draft happens, that's when you can really start to speculate on who's going to go where and do what because until the draft happens, it's really tough to know what all you have coming from different directions. So who are the players that might be at least – in the mix who have committed to Arkansas and everything, but might be in the mix of being drafted and leaving. Like how many of those players are there and who are they? So Jason Jones is probably the biggest high school one. And there's a, there's a few arms. The arms are always weird. And, you know, there's one of them that has Tommy John and that's going to be an interesting one. But Jason Jones is a guy that at one point was considered to be a top five to 10 overall player in the entire class. He's now kind of dropped down into that 100 to 150 range, but he's had a really good showing this summer. He's a guy that if he makes it to campus, could very realistically start at third base or first base, could possibly play some outfield. He plays middle infield at high school, but he's a, a bigger guy, but he's an athlete and really has as much power as anyone in the entire draft class. So 
That's the guy. That's one to circle. Jason Jones is one to circle because if he makes it to campus, I think he's an immediate impact right away. And then Cole, the shortstop from JUCO from San Jack Community College, he's another one that might start a shortstop right away if he gets to campus. So he's another one to kind of have your eye on. But it's going to be interesting to watch the draft play out. And then obviously there's also people on the current team like a Robert Moore or whoever that could or could not be drafted. We'll kind of see how that goes. So we, we saw a guy like Bryce Harper go the JUCO route so that he could get to Major League Baseball sooner. But what's the benefit of going JUCO? Is it to because of scholarships and availability at certain schools? Well, why, did it, why do these players choose to go JUCO for the most part for baseball? You know, I think it's interesting. I think baseball is a sport where if you're not playing every day, it really is hard to develop. You know, in football, if you're an offensive lineman that say you're – 275 pounds out of high school if you go to a school and you don't play for two years you're still in the strength program you're still getting bigger and stronger getting involved with the playbook and you can still kind of develop on your own pace even if you're not playing but if you're a hitter in baseball especially whenever you're trying to get drafted and do all these things it's really hard to develop and get those reps if you're not playing every day and so I think it's interesting for a lot of guys and you know, Arkansas is in a situation where they have guys like Kendall Diggs that they can say, hey, go ahead and come back next year because you're not, you know, everyone's leaving, so you're good. But I think a lot of these baseball players just kind of have to go somewhere where they can play every single day. I mean, Arkansas had a pitcher a few years ago, Jackson Rutledge, I'm sure most of y'all remember, ended up being a first-round pick because he went to San Jacinto out of, you know, he went to Arkansas for a year, pitched about 15 innings, wasn't really getting reps and wasn't in the mix. And so he went the JUCO route and got to just throw – 100-so innings at San Jacinto ends up being a first-round pick, and I think that there's a lot of guys like that who have the talent, might not be able to play right away at a huge school, but if they go somewhere and play every day, maybe they can kind of figure out their own skill set. And you know, if you're a pitcher, just kind of facing live hitting, there's no real alternative for that. I mean, you can work on stuff and get better and get bigger and stronger, but I think playing every day is really just a benefit. And there's a, and also, you can go to the draft right out of the juco. So I think it's appealing for a lot of guys to say, hey why don't I just spend my freshman year at junior college and then kind of see what happens. Speaking with Andrew Ellis of Hawksports.com here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline on Out of Bounds. Andrew, just uh, we, we talked a lot about the lineups and everything, but as far as the pitching goes, we feel like uh, your score's going to have Hagen Smith, Brady Tiger will be coming back. We're going to see what happens with Will McIntyre. Peyton Paulette's one of those guys, too, that some people think that there's a chance, but I don't see him coming back. But just overall with the pitching staff and – Who's currently on the team? Who's staying? Who's going? I mean, what do you make of it as at this point right now, and what could it look like next year? Well, it's interesting because, you know, pretty much all year long, I had it in my brain that next year's rotation would look like Hagan Smith, Jackson Wiggins, Brady Tiger, and I was thinking, man, that's probably going to be as talented as any Arkansas rotation they've had if you just go from a pure talent standpoint. Now, obviously, things have changed a little bit. You'll have Will, Will McIntyre if he, you know, ends up coming back. That could be an, a huge factor in that mix. I think Tiger is still going to be – whether he's in the bullpen or the rotation, I think Tiger's going to be a huge piece for his Arkansas team, obviously. I think a year of development, I think we could see that guy, you know, take it to a completely different level. Jackson Wiggins is a wild card. You know, who knows what ends up happening there if they try to change his role a little bit. But I think you also – and then you have just so many guys like – Evan Taylor and Zach Morris, I think both of those guys pitched well this year. Could be in that mix, but it's a 20-round draft, so who knows? Uh, I know Evan Taylor said on, on a hog pod that you know, if he doesn't get drafted, he has no problem coming back to Arkansas. I don't know about Zach Morris, if what his plans are. I'm sure both those guys could get drafted and would like to, but you, know, you just never know how it's going to work out. 
And pitching is another thing that I think they could go to the transfer portal for that as well. So they already got one big left-handed pitcher from the JUCO ranks from the transfer portal as well that could fix, you know, factor into that mix. But I think they have a, a decent core coming back already. And that doesn't include any freshmen or transfers that might come in. But I think you have some guys that you can kind of turn to and, you know, feel good about bringing back next year to start the, the season. It was thought that Dylan Leach would return, but we know that he got into the transfer portal. He's going to Missouri. What have you been able to find out about his situation and his decision? Well, it, it wasn't the most stunning decision. Uh, you know, Dylan Leach is, is a guy that has played sparingly the last couple of years, and by all accounts, seems like a great kid, plays hard, really. You can always see him kind of engage. He's always one of the guys running for foul balls and stuff like that. Seems like a great kid by all accounts, but the vibe I got was that his family and his camp wasn't super pleased with that decision. I know he's had family members tweeting stuff out, and that's his whole separate thing there. But like I said, it's, it's kind of one of those things where I think, you know, nowadays people just want to go where they can play, which makes sense to an extent. And I think to me what that his decision to transfer means is that Arkansas is going to bring in at least one more Juco or one more transfer catcher if they can. I, I mean, obviously they're going to have to because they don't have a catcher on the roster right now, but I think that that's probably, you know, the, the transfer catcher thing seemed to work out pretty well with Michael Turner. So, I know, you know, it sounds weird to, to just say, oh, they'll get a transfer. They go to transfer. But for a lot of these questions, I feel like that's kind of just the answer. They're going to have to hit the portal hard, and we'll kind of see how it plays out. But I, I guess Dylan Leach just didn't seem interested in potentially having to battle with another transfer catcher or two this offseason. Well, and it was strange, too, because we know Dave Van Horn's done a really good job of recruiting and developing and all of that. And we know that he's gotten a few transfers here and there, but since it's going to be such a wide-open thing where they really, really hit the portal hard, as you say, uh, just looking at it, how would you rank or how would you look at Dave Van Horn's success rate of bringing in transfers? Because it seems like it's been pretty good. I know Michael Turner's kind of the one that's the latest example of it. We know Lanzilli was a, was a good player this year as well. But, uh, I mean, it seems like he really hits pretty well when it comes to transfers, maybe even more cases uh, than what he does in recruiting high school players. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, Jalen Battles, that was a huge transfer. I Jack Spiggers a few years ago. They brought in so many guys that they brought. I mean, Trevor Steffen was another one that wasn't expected to do much. But they, it just seems like they kind of hit on these random guys, and a lot of them aren't even big deals when they come from wherever they're coming from. And then you also have your guy like Chris Lanzilli, who had hit 40-some-odd home runs at Wake Forest, and people knew about him. But that's another reason, like you said, why I'm not too worried about what the staff's going to do this offseason because they seem to handle these things really well. And I think they have a good feel for bringing in guys that are going to be the fit for their program. And I think Michael Turner is the best example of that. I mean, he just fits so seamlessly. was an experienced guy. They kind of knew what they were getting. And I think that was a great decision. I think they've made a lot of those. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see which players end up being the guys. But they're going to have plenty of options. I mean, the transfer portal is just absolutely loaded in college baseball. There's different players entering every day. So many big names out there. I, I have no doubt that they're going to bring in at least a few guys that maybe we've never even heard of, but they do a pretty good job of finding guys that are fit for their program. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. That facility and uh, just seeing players get to the next level, those are things that are really helpful in recruiting. And with it being such a high turnover in this roster, it becomes easier to get players to Arkansas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, you, I don't know if you saw, but Chris Lanzilli tweeted out a nice little statement about how coming to Arkansas really regained his love for baseball. And obviously Michael Turner, aside from a, a one week a few weeks ago, had a really good time in Arkansas. And I think a lot of those former players 
are going to help them as well. And also, you know, they're delivering on promises. They're saying, hey, you're going to come play in the SEC, play in front of a ton of fans, possibly play in Omaha. I mean, it's really not a bad gig. And I think that it, it's got to be pretty easy to recruit to a place like Arkansas, especially whenever you also have so many open spots. So a lot of these transfers have to be looking at Arkansas thinking, not only is that a big-time program with awesome facilities and a great fan base, but also there's spots available. So I, I, you'd probably have a good chance to play. I think it's going to be hard for Arkansas. I can't imagine a world in which Arkansas can't find a few quality guys to jump on board this summer. Well, and I think another question people have had, too, is just as far as coaching staff goes. You know, people, Nate Thompson's gone over some criticisms, and I think people are pretty happy with Matt Hobbs, even though it's crazy that Wes Johnson's going to LSU, which that's another story. But uh, do you feel like there's going to be any movement as far as coaching? And, you know, Bobby Wernis is kind of the guy that has been there and been very involved. Do you see or foresee any movement there, or is it kind of going to be status quo as far as coaches go? Well, if you had asked me three weeks ago, I would have probably told you that Nate Thompson, I, it seemed like that was, he was a done deal. Like, he was, there was a lot of rumblings he was going to go to Kansas, and it makes sense. I mean, he's been a big-name coach at a big school and had a lot of success recruiting, and obviously the Arkansas teams have hit well. So you'd think that Arkansas's you know, pitching coach and hitting coach would be getting a lot of buzz. Matt Hobbs is a guy that we've known has had interest in there are other players, other places have had interest in him. And but who knows? I mean, it's tough to tell. It seems for the time being like Nate Thompson is going to stay put. I mean, he, he, you know, his brother just got the job at Baylor, but they hired a hidden hidden coach and recruiting coordinator recently, and he didn't. He ended up going to Kansas. So, you know, it's tough to say. I think these things could always change, but for the time being, it does seem like Arkansas has a little bit of stability with his coaching staff, and. That's another thing that I think will help them a lot. We just saw Ole Miss win the College World Series, but overall, how would you rate Arkansas in the SEC, in the SEC West, and kind of where they stand right now? It's it's so weird. I mean, just seeing Ole Miss win the title, that's obviously a tough pill to swallow for all Arkansas fans, but I think it's hard not to feel really good about where Arkansas stands at this time. And there's obviously going to be – other top programs in the SEC, it's going to still be com- very competitive. Um, LSU's done a really good job in the transfer portal and just hired Wes Johnson. I mean, they're going to be a problem next year. But I just Arkansas is going to continue to be in that mix. And, you know, who knows if they'll ever get over the top and get over that hill and win the title. But Arkansas still seems to be in a very good place. I have no reason to believe that they're going to fall off the face of the earth anytime soon. And maybe that changes in the next few years. But, I still see Arkansas right in the mix with all these schools, and it's going to be highly competitive. But I think Arkansas is going to be a tough team to knock off for the next few years. Yeah, it seems like the West, especially, is just getting better and better. And do you feel like that that adds, though, maybe fairly or unfairly, more pressure on Dave Van Horn in Arkansas when you see Ole Miss win one, you see Mississippi State win one, you see LSU really uh, putting forth a lot of effort, we'll say, uh, to try to get back to that point. We know A and M in their first year with their new coach goes to the College World Series and they performed well. Like, I agree that Arkansas will be right there, but I also feel like it's just going to continue to add more and more pressure to Dave Van Horn to, to take that next step and win it all. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's always going to be pressure playing at a program this big, but and that definitely adds up with these other SEC West teams. But, you know, in the end, I think that Arkansas, the SEC is always going to be good in baseball, and Arkansas is always going to have tough competition. And it kind of – you see it ebb and flow a little bit. I mean, some teams rise up and then some teams fall down. I think Arkansas has really kind of been a consistent force in the SEC, especially the last five years or so. But there's definitely going to be added pressure. I mean, I think your two division rivals winning titles in the last two years definitely don't help. 
And I'm sure some people feel like the, the window's closing and all that, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Arkansas is still going to be very talented. They're still going to be right in the mix with all these teams. So, you know, like I said, who knows if they end up getting over the top. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But, you know, things should be – it's not like Arkansas is in a bad spot, you know. Obviously, they're going to have a lot of competition. But, you know, they're going to they're gonna be solid, and I don't see them going away anytime soon. But like you said, the pressure will definitely be there from the fan base. How did LSU hire Wes Johnson? Uh, can you walk me through that? Because he was a guy that I, I thought was an outstanding coach when he was in Arkansas. And I love Matt Hobbs, so it's not like I'm saying that there's some sort of problem there. But to see Wes Johnson leave a Major League Baseball team, a really good Major League Baseball team, in the middle of the season to come be the pitching coach of LSU, I know money was definitely there, but how were they able to pull it off and, and make that happen? I have absolutely zero idea. That's a, that's a big-time hire. And one that really caught my attention, I have a friend who just got done playing at LSU, and I texted him right away because he has always been a huge fan of Wes Johnson, and he's obviously such a respected member in college baseball and professional baseball. I have no idea. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to get paid pretty well to do it. But, man, that's a, that's a big-time hire. But And like you said, just kind of adds to the pressure. But, man, I, I don't know how they pulled that one off. But, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how it all goes down. We know the conference is going to continue to be great, but Arkansas is going to be one of those teams right there in the mix as well. It's Andrew Ellis, Pogsports.com. And, Andrew, man, appreciate you joining us. I know it's been a, it was a fun ride in the way that the uh, College World Series went down, especially uh, seeing you at these different locations. But it was a good one, and hopefully we uh, get a chance to do it again next year and go some other cool places, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on. Y'all have a good one.